before Google, social media, or IMDb, there were guys behind the counter. They were your window to all things movie, what just came out, and what is and what is not worth your time. Stay tuned as we discuss this week's staff pick, VHS finds, and anything else that may pop up. Welcome to Behind the Counter. We are the guys behind the counter. I'm Kevin. I'm Sprinkles. And I'm Jesse. (laughs) What's up, Jesse? We got somebody special today. We have a guest for the first time ever on this podcast. We're like 30-some-odd episodes in, and we decided to spice it up and make it even more complicated and add more people to this event. Three chairs at this table we're all sitting at. So you guys have probably heard us refer to the real Joe Danger. He's kind of our producer, our fact checker. He's the only one that DMs us, so the rest of some bitches is getting ass lazy. <laughs> so someone else has to DS- DM us on this one. <laughs> yeah, but so we decided to bring him on the show, and uh, yeah, so welcome, Jesse. Yeah, thank you, guys. Uh, like, oddly enough, you know, it's the podcast has became one of those podcasts that I look forward to, and ultimately, I was just trying to, you guys ask for responses and things like that, so I was just trying to liven up the party, if you will, so I'm, I'm thank you for having me on. Thank you for actually listening to the <laughs> podcast and at doing what we asked. It's amazing. And the, and the in-depth knowledge, you know, it's, it's fantastic. It was always fun. We would say something, and I'm like, I'm not sure if that's right. And then we would just say, we need to fact check. And I knew when I got off, like, <laughs> and I would look at Instagram, there would be like a paragraph long answer. And I'd be like, look at all that beautiful knowledge. So now we got to have somebody else fact check us, or we, it'll be a real-time fact checking. Yeah. Oh, yeah. My, oh, my, oh my. He's, like, he's like Jamie in the, the... – <laughs> Joe Rogan experience. <laughs> My mind just exploded. So uh, we have a lot to talk about Tape Talk. We've got a lot of interesting um, trailers that we kind of saw this week. Um, I don't know about you guys, but one I'm really excited for. We've already seen the trailer, but Toy Story 4 oh, is, yeah. is about to be out. I think I'm going to watch that on Saturday. I'm going to go see it. I bought my son his first Toy Story toy today. He Which has one? A, he has a Woody doll now. Is it like the legit, like the, the soft with the, with the plastic head? It's not the soft one because that was $45. And we're just, I'm not going to. Truth be told, he picked up an $80 Toy Story. It was like a car with like Buzz Lightyear and all of them. And I was like, it's got good taste. That's expensive. So I picked up the $9. It's probably, you know, (laughs) the size of a, like the full size GI Joe. So it's kind of big. And I picked up Buzz and Woody. And I said, you make the decision. He doesn't talk. So he pointed to Woody. And I said, let's do that. And, ran out of the toy aisle because shit's expensive yeah, yeah and, I, and they I, ha- they have like an entire aisle of it now like no matter oh, if you're yeah. if you're at target walmart i mean even like some of these smaller shops like uh, second and charles they have walls dedicated to this mm-hmm. my kid likes uh toy story as well and uh yeah we've it's it's kind of nice to have these aisles so therefore we don't have to hunt on ebay or uh, for the longest time, the only place we could find uh, Toy Story stuff was in J.C. Penney's, and uh, wow. so that's yeah, or the Disney store. So it's kind of yeah. nice to not have to uh, go to the mall to find these things. Yeah, for sure. So I, I'm, I'm most because again, we talk about the collection. He will probably have all the characters in this, in that Toy series, right? So he'll Buzz will be next for sure. But I was looking for, I was hoping they'd have the the Pizza Planet truck in there somewhere. They have, it's been in every Pixar movie. They they sell one at uh, at Target. I saw they just have like the van, and uh, I think they have an actual Pizza Planet playset. Uh, 
That's awesome. I, I believe, they, I believe yeah. they do, too. I, they I, really loaded up Target. It's just about on every end cap right yep. now in the toy section. And I'm like, damn, the Barbie is a legit Barbie. It's just in a Toy Story package. It doesn't even really say Barbie except a small logo. And I'm like, that's just impressive right there. They don't own that. I mean, this is Toy Story is, what, 25, 24 years old, something? Like, it's been, what, 95 when it came out originally, right? 95? Yeah. Yeah. The first full-length CG Holy crap Maybe. balls. It has been a long time. Yeah. Um, but, it kicked oh, off quite a lot. I will, yeah. I will say if you're after a Pizza Planet uh, t-shirt, um, oddly enough, the place to go would be uh, Kroger. I found a Pizza Planet t-shirt because a lot of the Krogers are starting to carry clothes now. Uh, yeah. I got a Pizza Planet t-shirt. That, I mean, it looks legit. It looks like I work there for under under $5. That's what I'm talking what? about. All right. Y'all That's go happening. Hit up the Kroger. It is funny because like anytime anybody wears anything Pizza Planet, like I'll get tagged in it. It's right. so like it's it's like high school kids modeling clothes, and it's like Pizza Planet video rental. I'm like, stop tagging me. That's not what this is. <laughs> Con- hey, congratulations so on good... your new shirt, though. You know, <laughs> but it's a good it's a good uh, handle to have, though. That's yes, a, that's a good. You chose a good name. I was pretty until stoked. it gets too big and Disney finds out. About it. <laughs> yeah, and they're like, <laughs> I get sued. Uh, you'll get that letter in the mail. They might and offer they... to buy it. That'd be I'm, I, I'm okay with that part. They can buy all of yeah. them. I'll take the monies. But so, of all the trailers that we kind of saw this week, what were what are you guys looking at? Um, I, I was a fan of the banana splits. Banana splits is essentially like like those animatronic. I never experienced one of these as a kid in in real life. I they were just a thing on TV. I, to my knowledge, they weren't real. But I don't know. I don't know if either of you guys had animatronic like singing banjo animal bands yeah but it's basically a movie about one of those where they're they're alive at night and creepy and and kill people that's what i got from it i don't know much else about it so yeah i was what was it before it was chuck e cheese it was the something starlight experience it was yeah starlight express is that right yeah I think it was that. Yeah, it was it was gorillas and mice, and they were like playing a a jug band. And then Chuck E. Cheese was the competition. They bought this. That's what that's what that reminded me of. Well, what's interesting about Banana Splits is it was an hour long uh, variety show uh, back in the seven or back in the sixties, and then it, it ran in syndication. Uh, but there was 31 episodes. It was produced by Hanna Barbera, but uh, it was basically the same characters that are in the trailer, but with kind of a more modern look uh, to them. But it's ultimately the same like characters wow. from that um, that variety show. That's awesome. That means we can start pushing for a Captain Kangaroo horror movie. God, Captain Kangaroo would be awesome. <laughs> I don't think we're that far away from that, honestly. I mean, that's a great way to boost that kind of nostalgic Death stuff. Death by ping pong balls? Yes. Make it as creepy as it seems. Or a dark peewee. Yeah. Give him like five let's, more years and then do a dark honest, peewee movie. Peewee's already kind of dark uh, with his whole uh, yeah. issues with uh, the masturbating in uh, public areas. Well, well, uh, yeah. you know. Well, also, I he mean, was enticed. Yeah. <laughs> with Pee Wee, what's interesting about him though is he doesn't have like a Paul Rubens Instagram account. Like he has a Pee Wee Instagram account, so that's yeah. He lives that character unless he's you know uh, alongside Cheech and Chong, 
then he's doing coke off of you know shoulder blades of yeah i remember seeing that when i was a kid and i was like whoa peewee that's the only other time i had seen him and isn't he in like was he in mystery men or something he's in blow as well yeah blow i didn't see blow till i was older but um yeah he's in mystery when i was like 12 or so yeah mystery men's another one i need to i need to give that another watch i I would love to find peewee herman's big adventure on vhs surprisingly i don't have it either yeah i only have it on blu-ray if you if you, if, Chase, if sprinkles doesn't have it, I mean, then in my opinion, it doesn't exist. Well, big right, top, right. big top only was ever on uh, DVD, so that one's kind of hard. No, to... I have big top on tape. No, I mean like uh, it never went beyond DVD. Oh, it never went to Blu-ray. It, it it might have now, but for the longest time, that was the only way you could get it. Oh, okay. So Jesse, yeah. so you you collect all all media, right? So DVD, Blu-ray, VHS, all of it. Yeah, I I I like uh, Laserdisc. It's probably my favorite medium. Uh, I have a couple beta, not not too many. I have a beta player, laserdisc player. Obviously, That's cool. I just, the only thing I kind of stray away from is CED, just because those are so heavy and the quality is so bad. Um, yeah, I've been told they're pretty garbage. Y- yeah, they're bad. I have I have five CED discs and they're all hanging on my wall. Because I, I just not, have one of Alien. I'm not gonna look. <laughs> for a cd player i want a laser disc player very bad i would love laser disc i found one some weird obscure woody allen movie called going to the mall or at the mall or something yeah scenes from the mall something it was i'm and i'm not a woody allen guy so i would love laser disc beta i would love beta but they're just hard as shit to find well i'll say like when you start collecting them it starts to get to the point where like why do i even have this because i have it on so (laughs) so many other mediums and I'm yeah. not going to, like, get out the player for, you know, unless it's, like, a wild night. Like, I'm going to watch Alien on CED. Um, but, like, I will say that they're really cool to get signed. Like, if you have a laser. Like, I have um, I have RoboCop signed by uh, signed by Peter Weller. And he it was pretty cool to, like, hand that to him because he's like, holy shit, I haven't seen this in, in years. <laughs> and so it was kind of a neat conversation piece to, like, break the ice with you know, someone that I've looked up to for, you know, since I was like nine. See, if I ever meet Sigourney Weaver, I will, will have a panic attack. Uh, not, I'd probably vomit, <laughs> but I wouldn't even know what, cause I would want her to sign something and I'm not even an autograph guy, but I wouldn't even know what, what to bring up. I'd be like, I'm not going to bring up a stack of shit. That's for sure. Yeah. I'm sure people do that, but don't be that guy. No, I, I don't even really like pictures. When I meet celebrities, I prefer to be casual, and I'm just like, hey, what's up? Like, take it easy. I don't, I don't even talk about what they do. I'm just like, yo, good vibes. It's so take funny because, it like, I, I, I've never been to, like, a convention or anything like that. Like, I've wanted to go my entire life, but, like, I want to, it's one of those things you want to somebody else, you know, like, you want to have, like, a little yeah. crew, and I don't have anybody that's the biggest geek in my world is me. We have Dragon Con here in Atlanta. That's the one. My buddy goes to Dragon Con all the time. He lives it's around where full that goes on. So impossible to get Dragon Con. Um, and yeah. the prices keep. I was going to go, but then the prices have gone up a ridiculous amount. But I would love to get something signed one day. I don't know. I just like collecting shit and weird old shit. It's kind of so. I mean, you're you. So we we are old and new. Like I, I'll buy Blu-ray. Um, but I don't really collect steel books. Like I'm not really that concerned about a steelbook they're cool i yeah. i like I, of course i have some alien ones but right. um like yeah I, I wouldn't seek one out i've gotten some at pawn shops though that i was like oh tight um 
I remember I actually sold it, but which looking back, I'm like, I just really needed money. But uh, I had a big Lebowski seal book that I found for a buck at a pawn shop. And it was awesome. It was gold. Like it was a shiny gold <laughs> steel book. It was rad. And uh, yeah, the, I, I don't know why. I feel like if I get into it, I'm going to really want them. Yeah. And some of them are like 50 to well over that bucks. And like, I want the Ragnarok one because it looks fucking awesome. Yeah. But I'm not going to, I'm not going to buy it. I, I'm just that absolutely not. I looked it up for about 30 seconds and I was like, all right, I'm good. Well, like the, <sighs> the Guardians of the Galaxy one's really cool because it's like a tape player. But, yeah, but at the same time, like I'm not a packaging snob. Like I just like the it to look good on my TV ultimately. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, with like V, I, I love Laserdisc just because it's very similar to VHS, and the pack the packaging is is really cool. But yeah. I think ultimately, I love VHS just for nostalgic reasons. Oh but, yeah, for sure. But it, I don't need a steelbook either. I don't need a, a slipcase. Yeah. I mean, just give me. But at the same time, like with with the stuff like Guardians, I I will spend the extra five bucks to get something if it's like if it's legit enough. Yeah, yeah, um, for sure. What kind of TV do you have, Jesse? Anyway, like what, what do you rock? I just have. A, seem... I used to. I had a fifty-five inch uh, big ass TV, but my house mm-hmm. got struck by lightning, and uh, that kind of sucked. But uh, wow. now I, I I think I still I think I have another fifty-five inch, <laughs> but uh, but I have instead of having it upstairs i have one downstairs mm-hmm. and then i have a i just have a regular smart tv upstairs do you do like 4k no i don't i haven't made that jump yet yeah yeah i have not either but um See, i walked past an oled yeah and nearly shit myself and i was like well now i don't want just a 4k tv <laughs> at all yeah it's funny for me like i don't i'm not a picture snob if that makes like I have family members that are like they have to have like 4K, 8K TVs, and it. I as long as it plays and I can see it, right? I'm yeah. good, and that, that may blend into the fact that I'm colorblind. So like some of this definition, I'm just not seeing. Yeah. Right? See, it's funny. That's how I am with sound because I've never purchased exterior speakers, even though I've always kind of wanted them. But I'm also deaf in one of my ears, so sound is different to me than both of you. you i have no idea right. how so, well you hear so i got a blind I... guy and a deaf guy <laughs> on a podcast <laughs> well, like, we are no a motley crew no gotta change the name <laughs> see no evil here no evil it's great <laughs> oh my gosh this is ridiculous but yeah so i don't know how we got off on that tangent but that's what we do here <laughs> behind the counter we just kind of ramble along um oh we got it so uh but anyway all right what was that that trailer there was there was one more there was like hallow eve terror yes yes that one at first i was like man i don't know but then once like the 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 dude showed up like the jester dude or whatever he was yeah the 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 bad genie i don't know i was like so what's the actual name of this trailer it's called the terror of how howl's eve the Terror of Hallow's Eve. And I thought it was going to be related to the All Hallow's Eve series. Yeah. Um, it's not. But especially because, uh, was it a uh, Terrifier? I was like, oh, the Terror mm-hmm. of Hallow's Eve. Way I... to get some clickbait there with the Google uh, Google algorithm there. Because people it didn't definitely type those that, words in. That much. I wasn't like, yes, this is for me. But, I mean... 
it, I thought it was pretty rad once the special effects started showing up halfway right. through the trailer. Same. I wasn't a fan of the kid, but I'm a fan of whoever's doing the killing. I, I, it just reminded me of something that was like would come out in the 90s, like mm-hmm. or like a maybe uh, like a PG-13, like uh, Goosebumps. And yeah. when, whenever the blood falls into the pumpkin, I was like, oh, my God, is this is this Fear Street? Because whenever I first saw it, it, it just auto played. And so I didn't know what the hell I was watching. I was like, okay, I'm I'm with you so far. I'm with yeah. you. And then, like you said, when the jester kind of showed up and he had the weird, <laughs> the weird eyes, it reminded me of like that movie Magic or um, like one of those like killer puppet movies. But yeah. but we had already had the introduction with the, the all the the kids bullying him and things. And I'm like, what the hell is this? And then I was kind of hooked by at that point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, see the kids bullying him and the pumpkin. That made me think even more that it was going to be a Hallow's Eve movie. Yeah, yeah. because this... of the fucking pumpkin head, little Sam kid or whatever. And uh, yeah, I... I don't know, but I'm all about it. Is it is this coming to theaters or what is this? Nope. I remember. This is going to be uh, direct to DVD. Yeah. So I, you, we, were, I, we were I talking about this. You can beforehand. tell by the video quality. Usually, you can be like, okay, this is going to be. It's I... like a high quality camera with no extra lighting. I One didn't know they still did direct the DVD. A, a lot of times, to... yeah. Sorry. No, I just assumed that, like, if they were going to do direct anything, they would just put it on a streaming service, and you know what I'm saying, like, just be like a Netflix or a Hulu original, and just get it out there faster. It's cheaper. You'd make more money. Well, actually, like, honestly, if you put it on a streaming service like that, you wouldn't make. Um, you would make like pennies to the dollar. But if you did it like uh, a rental, like if you were to put it on like. Um, uh, like Dish Network exclusive or like put it on a DVD and Dish Network, then a lot of times you'll make your money. And what people do is name their movies similar to other movies a lot like this yeah. and then make their cover art look very similar as well. So like type keep... in Krampus anywhere yep. and Jesus Christ, you exactly. don't know which one's the real Krampus movie. Yeah. Next time you go to Walmart, just walk down like the new releases aisle and you'll see like, stuff that is very similar to like mainstream stuff like i mean even this 47 meters movie that's coming out there's probably going to be another movie that, around that time called like 68 meters down or something like that yeah. and i owe you one like yeah <laughs> <laughs> i like that um i feel like we should now yeah, it was all the time it's the thing about hulu and netflix though is i don't think it's free to put your movie on there um, oh, absolutely! So, you and I think it might probably. be it might be way more than your return, especially if people only watch five minutes and then turn it off. If they rent it, money's yours. They don't need to watch it at all. They don't need to open the Blu-ray. So, what we basically what, I, what I'm feeling we have to do now, three of us need to watch this movie when it, whenever we can figure out when it comes out. I'm, d- I'm down with this one. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. If we, I want to, we all have to buy go buy a DVD of this. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like it reminded we, me of uh, what was that Christmas one? You, the, uh, the night uh, was it the night of the creatures or what? It, Nightmare creatures? Oh, uh, they were they were staring. All all the creatures were staring. Oh yeah, I really enjoyed that one. That see, was good. I see. I had gotten a uh, like a like a a uh, link to watch it online, and mm-hmm. then they then they the company sent me the DVD, and I was like. Okay, I don't I don't need to watch this more than once. Right. Not gonna watch it again, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, see I don't even know what you're talking about. This sounds magical. It's it's, yeah, like, it's, like, a, it's, it's similar but Christmas. Yeah, and it's an anthology. I think, 
I think what we should do is do a series called Direct to DVD, and we just watch one of. The- That's a good idea. <laughs> yeah. This is Honestly, not- that could be the whole podcast. Direct. We <laughs> <laughs> talk about straight to DVD movies. There, oh there's a company God. that's very like very similar to like Hallmark, and they mm-hmm. send me these like really wild movies like that are sometimes they're horror but more often than not they're usually like christmas movies that like take place year round but somehow have a weird connection to christmas somehow but um, is it like jesus connections no, no usually it's not more often than not it's, really? it's not jesus uh it's just like That's snow or snowman but it, it, there's always <laughs> at least one actor that you recognize like the guy that played superman or like um Zach Morris or something like it's usually like yeah. random as hell. Yeah, that's where they reside. Yep, that's where the Dean Canes and I saw. I've been meaning to pick up a copy of. I think it's a trilogy now, but I have God's Not Dead Part One, and boy, I want the other ones because that's one of the funniest movies I've ever seen in my life. I felt personally attacked on that one. <laughs> that one was shocking. I was like, this is the most anti atheist thing i've ever watched in my life. i don't think i could they literally make it die in the streets oh, oh my god, god. <laughs> hercules himself the last religious the movie street. i saw was passions of the christ when he remember that when that came out was that oh, that's too yeah i remember that i was too religious i don't, I don't want to watch that one i, I went the, i went with the, the crazy propaganda ones i went to the crazy but like the woman next to me was like straight up sobbing and I was like, it's not like you don't know this was going to happen. Like, <laughs> this is not a surprise ending movie. Like, <laughs> Spoiler alert. <laughs> Spoiler alert. This has been around for a minute. But she was just like, I just can't believe. I'm like, um, okay. I just can't believe Mel Gibson filmed this. <laughs> <laughs> this is so intense. <laughs> but, all right. But of the, all the trailers that we got, about two. Well, one. Um, okay. Doctor Sleep, for sure. Doctor, that one looked good. Yeah, that, I, I, that one dropped, and no one really knew that was coming out. Right? No, that was, I, a, that was a surprise trailer. There's been rumors, but like nothing concrete. And like when I when I first saw it pop up, I was like, oh, like I was very much just kind of sitting and waiting to see if I actually wanted to watch the trailer because yeah. The Shining is like one of my favorite movies of all time, and mm. uh, I I'm not even sure if it really needs a sequel. But at the same time the tone of this trailer is very reminiscent of the shining and the music is perfect in the trailer. So I hope that they can kind of make that work with a feature, but as far as trailers go, it was fantastic. Right. So for all those that don't know, this is the, I guess it would be the sequel. This is a Stephen King book that came out, I believe at, so it came out the shining. And then this is the follow-up book to the shining called, uh, Dr. Sleep, Mm -hmm. which takes place, um, as the sun is a lot older and has his powers. Is it the same time? It's supposed to be the same amount of time past like in real life. Is that how long it's been since? Cause Dr. Sleep came out a couple years ago in the book. Right. But so I, I think th- it's just supposed to be an equivalent to yeah. how long the original was, but yeah. But I'm, I'm, I'm okay with it. It's kind of interesting. We're having a bunch of <laughs> Stephen King's coming out right now. Stephen King's hotter than he's ever been since like 1990. So we're having, you know, Pet Cemetery coming back out, which I was at Target mm-hmm. and I saw that they released a special Pet Cemetery, the original, on Blu-ray digital. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it was like really seven, sick cover on that one. Yeah, it was like, and it's like a slipcase, and it was like seven yeah. bucks. And I was like, I'm yeah. In. But uh, yeah, um, it is coming and it, coming out this yeah, year. So. Um, I think he has a few more. I don't know. 
I want them to do some of his other weird ones, like the stand, like, like Running Man. Like I wanted them to do those kind of books that he did, not just the horror ones, but his other weird shit. Or like, like he wrote Green Mile. Yeah, like, <laughs> and that's a fucking awesome movie. Yeah, it's a, he has. Let's just be honest; he's a great author. I mean, I have so many. I think he's the most uh, the the most translated or adapted author to movie he's gotta be he's gotta be it would I make mean, sense who, yeah. who would even be close to him i mean didn't he write this he did the, isn't there a movie called the cell he wrote that right i would believe that he did the cell or the it's, cube or one of those it's, it's the, like a, cell, a movie about a cell phone like something yeah I, that wasn't too long ago right i have the it cell. yeah cell c-e-l cell yeah that's that's cell. the one with uh samuel L. jackson and um uh, what's his name uh the the white dude the guy from say anything the white dude from say anything wasn't that all of them that yeah. was pretty much the entire cast wasn't it <laughs> but the main guy from say anything um, who was the main guy in say anything that John Cusack yeah no. yeah John Cusack was it yeah 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 it is so okay. yeah, I was trying, Stephen I was King still through like posters in my mind I was like what was say anything which one was say anything yeah I like I like how you went to the band you're like eh, the whole band's white <laughs> <laughs> I but, think yeah. so say anything's a great movie too it is oh, we'll man. do that at some point yeah sure. we'll do that one but so then we came across a sequel which never should have been a sequel forty seven meters down uncaged uncaged which is the which, sequel to to the mandy Moore classic which just you you have a whole bunch of knowledge about this thing yeah so what's interesting about this movie is it got released um as or the the initial one the initial movies uh 47 meters down got released uh to target early um they the company that produced it they released it as another title called uh, Into the Deep. And for some reason, I guess once they released it, they're like, oh, shit, we need to release a summer uh, shark movie. So they they kind of like pulled it back off the shelves and kind of rebranded and released it a month later in theaters. Um, so for a, for a while, um, this film was actually like selling for 50 60 up to a hundred dollars on just dvd because people didn't want to have to go to the theaters um but i made a comment i was watching the nba finals and i said how in the hell did 47 meters get uh down get a sequel and i don't know anyone personally that has seen this movie so i assumed it didn't make any money but it apparently doubled uh this guy damian maffey who is a producer he said that um it made double of, of of made double what it cost to make the film, and uh, the my the only thing that's really really disappointing about that is the fact that it's not called Forty Eight Meters Down, um, right? <laughs> you know, just go one meter like downer, <laughs> one meter downer. So the trailer, <laughs> they go cave diving, and this is the second one, uncaged. They go cave diving. It is. Am I to believe this is like an albino shark? thing attacking them underwater in a you, cave there's gray white right right but like They're pretty white not that white it, it kind of great <laughs> i mean like it, i don't know it was the it was poster just shows it's like a 
it's a large shark. It doesn't even, it says it's the, it's the territory of the deadliest shark species in the ocean. In a cave? Isn't it weird that every <laughs> in the middle of the jungle? there is a shark movie? Isn't that just like, that, that sells, that people, people really want to go see a shark movie. So I want everybody out there who's, who like every summer goes and sees the shark movie. I want them to DM us because I really want to know like if you've been doing it for a long time and, and if so, you really love these movies because they happen every year and I've never seen one since uh, since I was a child. Did Have you see The Shallow any? or The Shallows? It was no. horrifying. Well, I haven't, see, I didn't see that I haven't either. seen any. I didn't see, I didn't see Open I didn't, Water. I didn't open see... Water's pretty I saw, good. Yeah. I saw, I think, Deep Blue Sea. That was like... That was about, the last... What about The Meg? Yeah, see, I didn't see that either. I want to no, see all these movies. The, um, the Sharknado... One, yeah, I've seen the first one. Those were big for a while. What were there? I think there were six total. That's, um, that's amazing that which, there were six really... Sharknados. Let's be honest. Well, there was amazing, that's amazing fast. there was one Sharknado. I watched half a movie <laughs> called Avalanche Sharks. Yeah. Um, that's you... about sharks that show up in an avalanche. I, I saw there Sand was Sharks. Ghost sharks. I saw How did... Sand Sharks is stars uh, Hulk Hogan's daughter, and it's about sharks that wow. adapted to the sand. So there, I like there's nowhere to hide. I like Ghost Shark because Ghost Shark can show up anywhere there's water. Yeah, like in the which tub. there's water. Yeah, but there's also water in the human body. So yeah. at one point he shows up halfway through someone's torso and just eats his upper half. <laughs> you guys are bad shark movie experts. I've heard of none of these. And this dude, all I've ever seen is like clips. I've never wa- I haven't watched one in full. And those sci-fi movies, like I'm cool with, but. I, I mean, I watch maybe one a year of those like, of those rough sci-fi ones, like giant squid versus megala octopus. Yeah, and I'm like, all right. <laughs> well, and I watch a yeah. little bit of it, and you'll see like Rihanna in it. And you're like, why is she acting in this movie? And then, or no, who's in? Uh, Urkel is in fucking like Mega Shark versus Mecha Shark or something. And I was like, oh my god, that's Urkel. He's like commanding a ship. He's like, oh my god, he's coming. <laughs> well, they have to put the one name you recognize like on the on the DVD whenever you're walking through mm-hmm. Walmart. Every, every summer, Walmart has an end cap that's just dedicated to shark movies. And there's always like Ghost Shark, Sand Shark. Basically, mm-hmm. like it's like a game of Mad Libs. Like they just, okay, let's think of another word that can go before shark and we'll make a movie of it. I think we're going to have to watch a shark movie for next week, guys. <laughs> Probably, I think we might have to watch a shark movie. Because we we're, already, we're already over a half hour into this puppy, and we've talked mostly about sharks. <laughs> could be worse. <laughs> it definitely could be worse. So besides all these awesome trailers, have you guys been out hunting at all? Uh, I had a fun time I since the last episode. The last episode went up on um, the weekend of my birthday. So I was in Houston at a convention. And the convention is for video games. I just go because I have friends. But um, every so often I'll find some tapes there. I have a couple of buddies with tapes there. And uh, oh, yeah, I found ones I didn't even show you guys in the pre-show. You guys can find that on Patreon. Just kidding. <laughs> um, but uh, I, was, uh, I found Total Recall 2070. Didn't know there was a sequel to Total Recall. No so idea. I picked that up. I got a second copy of Dead Alive because he let me pick out a few free tapes. So, of course, I grabbed Dead Alive. And um, what else did I get from him? Oh, uh, Cool World wasn't from him, but this is also a good one. I found Cool World. I found Bushwhacked. I got this movie called Dish Dogs with Shannon Elizabeth. It's like one of three Shannon Elizabeth movies that ever came out. Um, 
picked up City Slickers too. I'm so, which, I'm so excited about you know, that. <laughs> I, I'm actually I'm genuinely just going to watch this one <laughs> on my own for fun, um, which I usually don't have time to just randomly watch movies all the time. But I picked up Angus, which I'm very excited about. It's a screener copy too. Classic. Uh, I love screeners. Such a good movie. Uh, I also picked up Little Bigfoot. Uh, one and two. Isn't Zachary Ty Bryan in that? He is. What is, the, what is Little uh, Bigfoot? Have you ever seen... Or, no, Zachary Ty Bryan's in just Bigfoot, isn't he? Oh, yeah, he is. He's in The Bigfoot, which I'm also looking for. <laughs> I don't know. I'm looking for Bigfoot movies now, I guess. But uh, Little Bigfoot is, imagine, like a really creepy fucking Little Bigfoot. Like a small Bigfoot. Like a kid Bigfoot, and he's with another. He's with a human kid, and it's their journey together. That sounds magical. Yeah, I've never seen it. I just saw the cover, and I was like, I need to get it. They showed up, and the weird thing is, they're both double features, and they both have random fucking movies on the other side. Not on the other side. It's one tape. But imagine if we could flip tapes. Wow, no one designed. No one designed a videotape that could have something printed on both sides of the film. Maybe that's just not possible. Because no one would. Everybody would complain about having to get up and take the tape out and flip it over. Oh, but you could put a different movie on it too. Yeah. Or if you had a uh, if you had a movie that ran over two hours or two and a half hours or whatever, you could just flip it as opposed to having a say. Anyway, sorry about that one. Whoa, I just. <laughs> I mean, we're still complaining. Up... People still complain about laser discs having to flip those. So hey, I got a player that does it for me, so yeah. it doesn't flip it. It flips the laser. It oh. would be huge if it flipped the disc. <laughs> God, see, <laughs> that would be nuts. I have not. I'm telling you, Atlanta doesn't have shit for like I can't find. No, it. from what I hear, you can't find a damn thing out no there. No laser disc, no laser disc players. And you're in the subs too. You should definitely have some stuff out there. Garage sale? Do you have garage sales? Yeah, but the downside is like I do all this hunting with my son, so like garage sales are harder because it's like it's strangers' homes. So I don't know. Yeah. Like if it was just me, I would go. But like I got my kid who's really little and could break things. You know, are you excited to say two years old instead of how many months? Very much so. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I'm surprised you haven't rounded up yet. I was like, wow, you're only two two months away. Because then my son's two, and then he's like, you know, then he's almost eighteen. He's like a toddler, then... not a baby anymore. It's ridiculous. He's gonna have a girlfriend. Uh, <laughs> dude, I do appreciate your Father's Day. Your Father's Day text. Oh yeah. It said, Happy Father's <laughs> Day. Go grill something and go mow the yard. <laughs> I was like, I will be, I will be doing both hey, of those things. Yes. To be a, be a dad, you know. Uh, hashtag dad jokes for life. Mm-hmm. I got so many jokes. I'm pretty sure I'm predestined to be a dad at some point. <laughs> I'm like, damn, I didn't, I didn't pick these. I didn't even have a dad. I didn't pick these up from anyone. <laughs> I think I'm just naturally supposed to be one. Dude, speaking of kids going crazy in the background, is that y'all can hear that? Oh yeah. Oh, is that you? That's okay. Him. I was for a second I was like, oh my god, is someone in my house right now? <laughs> so I was like, there shouldn't be anybody in my house. I'm like I'm behind two doors, so I guess they're like cooking or something. Behind two doors. Yeah, it's like it's another podcast that I'm on. Sounds like a romance novel. <laughs> so Jesse, what about you? Do you any hunting? Find anything fun? So I'm I uh kinda like I talked about earlier a little bit, I've been getting into um buying comics and uh I went I went to a flea market this past weekend and I I did find a couple DVDs, but um, I found, a, I think it was Iron Man, and it was the first appearance of Donald Trump. And uh, it was one of the books I was kind of after for a while, and uh, I was very surprised to find it because I was digging in this guy's box 
or a couple boxes for a while. Um, so I found that, which was kind of cool. I also found this uh, sealed copy of Dead Man on Campus, which is I got this for two bucks, and this is this is out of print, um, and it's not on. What was that movie? Dead Man on Campus. That that, remember, that sounds familiar. If you commit suicide, you pass your classes. Your roommate passes your classes. Yeah, I've got Whoa. I've got it on VHS. Oh shit! That seems deep. Hold it's on, a, I'm, I'm gonna tell him to hold on. Tell him to settle down. Hey, hey, settle down out here. <laughs> well, we're keeping that in. That's definitely staying in the podcast. That's staying in. Anyway, so uh, uh, that's pretty rad. I want to watch that. Yeah, it's it was it was uh, like MTV put out Joe's apartment, and then they put out uh, Dead Man on Campus, and it. Okay, I forget who it has, but it. Uh, like it's it's pretty good. It's the best college movie since Animal House, but um, arbitrary statement. Oh, here, cool. uh, Mark Paul Gossler, that he's totally in it. Oh my God, Zach Morris, yeah, Zach Morris, Third, second time wow. he's been brought up. See that, um, so, what was the other MTV movie? So it was it was Joe's Apartment, Dead Man on Campus, and then it was the one where all the kids break in to steal the test scores, the tests, uh, so they could the perfect score. Yes. Um, what, the only, was that an MTV movie? I don't know mm-hmm. if it was. I don't know if they showed that one on TV. Yeah, it was MTV. Because, um, but there was also Volcano High, which was one where the rappers did all the voices of like the, the guys doing like karate and shit. Like it was like Method Man and Snoop Dogg did like voices of like. <gasps> do you remember this? No, no. I don't know this... that. Did they they dub over like a kung fu yeah, movie. Yeah, but it was. But what was weird was they reshot. I mean, it was a kung. It was a. It was a modern kung fu movie, but they voiced over the perfect score is cool because it actually had real NBA players in it. Um, so that's the only reason why I knew about that. Wow, um, actual figure. I, must, I actually enjoyed that movie. I actually have it on DVD downstairs. It's not bad. <laughs> it's, it's kind of a great it's, movie. It's actually under underrated. And then I, I, I found this movie Webmaster, which it's also sealed, even though it says. Uh, previously viewed it's it's not it's not open and um it looks horrible but um webmaster yeah and what's weird on the it says dvd on the back which is which is really interesting <laughs> they just that's a they just, that's definitely uh, vhs though yeah they just reformatted the the image so so jesse just so shrunk it down what is your what is your view on if you buy a sealed vhs do you open it to watch it or do you keep it sealed it depends on the VHS. Like, uh, if I'm if I'm trying to use it as like trade bait or like uh, something like that, or if it's something I'm using as like a like a piece, like if I'm trying to display it, then I won't open it. But if I'm like that, I will open and watch because it's not worth anything. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah. Like my copy of Killer Condom is not going to be opened, and the next time I meet uh, Lloyd Kaufman, I got to get him to sign it because I forgot to bring it the, the first time. I had him sign something else. No, I, I understand. <laughs> so I was like, "Shit, I have a sealed copy of a of a trauma movie, of a killer con." Yeah, yeah. I don't need to open that because I also don't really need to watch. Exactly, it's fine. I'm sure I'm I'm okay. I'm okay. <laughs> I will survive. I'm sure it's good. Okay. Well, I just I like to get everybody's take on it. Like, I, I'm kind of with you. Like, I I haven't found anything sealed that is worth anything, and I'll generally. When I display everything on my shelves, I don't like having sealed copies with non-sealed, right? Yeah. I want I want to be able to go to the shelf and like in the shop and like be able to pull down a movie and watch it, right? Every, everybody's shelves are so weird. 
Everybody does it a little different okay, so to where you if you went there and like stayed for a week, you'd be like, I can't do it. We've, I can't live like this. We've done this a thousand. So Jesse, how how many VHS do you have? Dude, I have like this entire wall behind me is all VHS. Um, but it, it's, I don't think it's as much as like you guys, because I have so many, like I have a ton of Blu-rays. I probably have right. over a thousand. Um, yeah. Yeah. You have a huge Blu-ray collection. And same with DVDs. Like with DVDs, I'm kind of... I kind of pieced them out a little bit because now, but now I'm only keeping the stuff that's out of print. Um, but how I organize them, because I know that's where we were going, is they are in complete alphabetical order. So all of my, damn, all of my actual like movie movies are ABC all the way through. And then uh, after that, I have special interest. And um, like when I say special interest, I mean like sports, uh, comedy, those types of things. And then, uh, well, I have yeah. That that's that's really it. I oh, and TV. Then I have TV in its own separate thing as well. Okay, yeah. So you don't like you don't that. do genre at all. No. Be- yeah. So you just do every format or into, by format, but all alphabetical. See, my OCD is so bad that like the way that it would work is like I used to work at a video store and Virgin Suicides. Like they categorized that as comedy for some reason. And I'm like, that's the furthest thing from a comedy. But so that would that I would go to sleep, like worried that someone wouldn't find Virgin Suicides because of that. So in my own mind, <laughs> or would find it thinking it's a comedy. Yeah, exactly. But um, in my own mind, I just like I like all of them to kind of like it, it's trust me, it takes a lot longer to organize it. But it, and it's not soft alpha like it's perfect alphabetical, like uh, to the T. Right, except the T and the. You ignore that. <laughs> yeah, no A, no, no, no the. <laughs> All right, I, I totally understand and, yeah. that. Yeah, because we've talked in length about how Sprinkles and I like we're we're genre guys. We have a genre inside a genre breaks it down into. Well, you're also a lunatic, and you have a place squared away from Polly Shore. Yeah, Polly Shore. That I like amongst your shelves, <laughs> not even on its own shelf. No, like, just a section on the shelf. It's not even a section. It's in a section. It's just in the. It's in the. I think it's into the S's. It's amongst the comedies. It's, but in, it's in comedy yeah, under for sure. sure. <laughs> at least know. it's not. At least it's not under Paulie. I don't know. It's just the way I did it. I was like, they all have to be together. That's what I want. Because That's my funny. the way my brain all works is like, I get in moods. I'll be like, I'm in a Paulie Shore mood, or I'm in a Chevy Chase, or a John Candy, and I want all of his shit together. I don't have to be like, what were all fucking. 30 of his movies he was in, I just go, there's Chevy wow. Chase. So I have a Chevy Chase section in comedy because a good proportion of it's all comedy. Oh, you have one of those too? Yeah, but I don't talk about it in public because people ridicule yeah, me. Yeah, yeah, you haven't told me about that. I would have gone with that over the Polly Shore one. <laughs> you have more movies than you Trust me, my wife, does, she's always just like, why? This doesn't make sense. I was like, it makes you sense know, in my brain. How else are you going to find Fletch Lives? Yep. <laughs> you got to go to that C section. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Uh, but hey, that's a good transition there because you definitely brought up John Candy. Yeah. So, and uh, we are talking about a movie briefly today. Yeah. <laughs> we were at like six and a half hours. But it's a movie that's just awesome. So we don't even need to say that much about it. Because so, all y'all need to go see it anyway. The movie that we chose because it is the summertime, it is the time to get outside and enjoy the great outdoors. Mm-hmm. This is Chet. You remember me, Chet Ripley? How you doing? This is his family. You can run around here naked as a bear and not worry about running into anybody. This is Roman. 
what I guess. This is his family. I'm waiting for the heads to rotate around and vomit pea soup. They're about to spend one week together in the great outdoors. We weren't invited. Ah, they'll be tickled to death to see us. Who invited them anyway? But this is no holiday. The man is an ass! This is war. movie came out in 1988 right good year it is an yeah this movie is just i wasn't there sheer magic sheer magic yeah uh dan Aykroyd and john candy and just it yeah god it's just so good basically the gist of this movie is john candy's character he takes his family uh to the this cabin resort in the mountains where he and his wife took went on a honeymoon and as they arrive there, his brother-in-law. Shows yes, up. is it in-law? Yeah, brother-in-law. Brother-in-law. Okay, so it's his wife's brother. Okay. Yeah. It's hard to figure that, that out. That makes but... it worse. I thought it was just his brother. That makes it so it's much his worse. Brother-in-law. It's his wife's brother. They... I'd be like, your brother sucks. <laughs> they show up, <laughs> and it becomes a joint vacation, which is not the plan. What Dan Aykroyd's character is all city, all money. Chevy Chase. I mean, uh. Mm-hmm. uh John Candy, because um, it was supposed, it's to, be supposed to be Chevy Chase. His character is all like, "Let's get back to nature, let's relax," and it's this whole like battle for who's the better dad, who's more fun dad. And damn, mm. if it's not funny. I mean, there's it's great. There's a million one-liners. There's so many hilarious scenes. I'm fully convinced that this was supposed to be National Lampoon's. Great outdoors or like outdoor vacation. Oh yeah, totally. and it was probably supposed to be Chevy Chase and fucking Randy Quaid or somebody, and uh, but it wasn't. And so the only reason I say that is because John Candy is usually more outlandish than this character. This is like the timid guy. He's like the re- he's just the family man. He's just regular. He just wants to be normal and just have a have just like a. But he's usually like the wacky one that'll show up, right? And uh, so I was surprised. I was like, he's acting like Chevy Chase right now. And that's like a little rusty. Like I could see the whole family as Chevy Chase's family. No, it, it I to- doesn't yeah. take anything away from it. I love John Candy. I totally see what you're saying. I mean, I definitely could see this as a national lampoons for sure. When he, when he was telling the bear story, I yep. was like, that's Chevy Chase. That's just Chevy Chase telling that damn story. In, in my uh-huh. in my notes, I have it felt like it wanted to be the Christmas vacation of summer movies. And, and yes. speaking of that, what I thought was really was really interesting that you keep bringing that up that it should have been Chevy Chase. They are mm. also from Chicago, so I'm telling you, I think this might have been a rewrite, similar to uh, similar to what was it? I think Stripes was supposed to be Cheech and Chong. Supposed to be Cheech and Chong in the army, and uh, they rewrote it. And I bet, I bet that happened to this somewhere. 
if any of you uh, old producers, old uh, scriptwriters from the 1980, I'm going to guess six, uh, who wrote the original script for National Lampoon's Summer Vacation, if you want to hit us up, so DM us. <laughs> was this a first-time watch for anybody? It, uh, this yeah. is the fir- first time in a long time. For me, it was it, I, honestly, it was one of those movies that I assumed that I had watched, but I have actually... I, I've started it and fell asleep. Like I always have the TV on when I go to bed. And I mm-hmm. think that I had always thought that I have watched this. And I just, this was the first time I'd ever sat through it. Uh, it is, and this is one of your favorites, right? Oh, it's so magical. Just, I don't know. Like <laughs> there's so many amazing scenes, right? Uh, like they rent the boat. It reminded and- me of you a lot. I could see <laughs> like you winding up. I was like, I hope, I, I hope your your uh, wife doesn't have a shitty brother. No, we're good on that. And uh, but I like, I mean, like when they get there in <coughs> the undertone, like of the the cabin renters, the owner's voice when he's just like, "Oh, the backed up septic." You know, we we she's to- <laughs> she's totally redone on the inside. We sunk three hundred dollars into this baby, not including the Lysol. You know, <laughs> Dude, they were creepy. They reminded me of like uh, Motel Hell or whatever that whatever that movie is. But Motel uh, Hell. The- when they, yeah, the yeah, opening the scene, when they meet you, meet the uh, yeah. lodge owners, and they blow. You know, John Candy blows the horn, brings <laughs> out. Um, John Candy's character's name is Chester. Chet. 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 But it, it, Chester's an awful name. But he doesn't go by that. He goes by Chet. Right, but Dan Aykroyd. Dan Aykroyd comes in. He likes to call him Chester, Chester all the time. Um, it just sounds so demeaning to him. Uh, so. There's a sign hanging next to the the uh, the check-in counter that says "For service, blow me," which is just that's an amazing sign. Let's be honest. <laughs> so he blows this horn, and a giant dog with porcupine quills jumps up, and it's horrifying. And the whole diatribe after that, like you know, loves porcupine, hates human. Oh, and she's in heat. Like the, the, just adding those random bits of just pure mm-hmm. magic is what I like. And that's then he looked at the boy and goes. Too bad you're not a dog. Like that yeah. that actually cracked me up. God. <laughs> See, like it's that stuff like you don't really need, but that's the pure magic of this movie. Is mm-hmm. those like weird little offshoot like lines. Um those little bits of reality. Those just weird weird scenarios. So what are some favorite scenes from the movie since this is the first time? Um Let's see. Hold on. I'm flipping through my notes real quick. Uh, I, I did like the raccoons that showed up every so often because that I was just... so <laughs> it's like just what a little kid thing to throw into the movie. Just let's have raccoons that just banter and talk shit about humans and right. eat their trash. So uh, they have raccoons that show up in the movie and then there's subtitles of what the raccoons are actually saying. Yeah, it's and pretty. It's, it's pretty pure cute. magic. Um, the whole thing was I mean, the whole, it's just a fun movie because like there's there's probably a laugh every every five minutes. Um the, the the romance is weird. Yeah, that was a weird, weird B like, story. He's he's really, and I know no movie ages well anymore, but he's he's pretty creepy and weird. And I'm like, leave her alone. And then uh, he he continues to pass to the son, the oldest, the eldest son, is just full of semen and and really on on edge the whole time and it's not worried about it's, nature it's a summer romance yeah so he gets a three-day girlfriend who's miss heartbreak who just knows that boys break her heart because she lives in a tourist destination and 
not somewhere filled with people who go away on vacation. So she just deals with boys every summer, Ugh. little horn dog fucking shitheads. And she's young, like 13, right? Or whatever. 13, like, 14. They make... dealing with this. She's, she's already like thick skinned and like, she's like a waitress at an A&W. What? <laughs> yeah. how, how old is she supposed to be? But um, anyway, Miss Heartbreak finds it endearing that he stalks her because it's in the script. And um, <laughs> so, and yeah, what did you guys think of the bat scene? The bat was hysterical, but why is everyone so afraid of this bat? Are you guys that afraid of bats? No, no, but it's an amazing. I would probably let it chill for a minute and wait for it to go to sleep, and then I would take care of it. I'd be like, he's not, he's not fucking with us. Oh, I love the fact that the outfits they put garbage cans on their heads, they have like, there's a one of them had like a, a, a badminton racket, one of them had. <laughs> like a fly swatter. One of them had oh, a fishing net mm-hmm. and they basically went around trying to, and they destroyed the house trying to catch this bat. And then what yeah. Dan Aykroyd's line was, well, we got to get some sleep tonight. And then he kills this bat with a fly swatter. Like that's one hell of a fly swatter to kill a bat. Yeah. I don't think that would do much to a bat. That was a great, the, the steak. I liked the dude awesome. who I liked. Yeah. The steak was great. I liked the, the, the lightning dude. Um, <laughs> Just six, another one six, of those weird six, characters. Six, 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 six times. <laughs> so struck by lightning 66 times in his life. I know somebody who's been struck by lightning seven. And I mean, that was eight years ago that I knew him. It might be more now. Seven times. I don't know anyone that's, that's been struck lot, by dude. lightning. One time it was his car. One time it was his bike. One time it was him. I'm just like, damn, dude. <laughs> Electrifying. See, yeah. I thought I thought that that, that guy was kind of out of place. Like, I didn't really think it was funny. Like, and... That's kind of what this movie boiled down to me. It was like a lot of these mm-hmm. like running jokes. Like, so we have the older brother, the the B story, the romance. Mm-hmm. Then we had the 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 raccoons, and then we had yep. then we had the bear. Then we had that guy, yep. and I'm like, let's you know, let's keep the story going. But it, it almost seemed like they wrote the narrative, and then they're like, we need more. We need like something to fill up time. Right, because the I mean the the narrative is basically, I I honestly couldn't even follow. You are you not supposed to know that he's duping him the whole time? You're not supposed because to know. I already you're not okay, supposed to know. I already has... knew, and I was like, and it was really obvious to me. I was like, he's obviously a scumbag. This this seems like he's ripping him off. But basically, what what the what the plot winds up being is Roman, the brother, Dan Aykroyd's character, Roman. Which is what a gross name. <laughs> Sorry if you know anybody named Roman, but with that hair and that like skeezy, he was all being rich and everything. Uh, he has like Roman, a little man purse that he carries around with yeah. him, his satchel. <laughs> Roman is basically screwing Chet over. He's trying to steal all, literally, the rest of his money. Right. He's trying to just bankrupt him because we find out that Roman is bankrupt and he has no money and he's. He failed at everything he did. So he hasn't a, done stocks in two years. He's a stockbroker, and, and he's trying to come up there to yeah. sell Chet a stock in something that he knows is not good, but it's an immediate payout for Roman. Yeah. And like I said, that brings into the fact that this definitely seems like a National Lampoon movie because it was a very quick idea of like, okay, who's going to come in and fuck this trip up? Yeah. Dan Aykroyd. Sure. We'll have Dan Aykroyd go in there, and he's rich, and he wants his money. And then, But it kind of... It kind of took away from being able to pay attention because I we didn't know, so like there wasn't we didn't get his side of the story until the last you know five minutes yeah. of the movie, um, 
I feel like it might have been interesting if we if we kind of got a glimpse of that, like him and his wife. But his wife didn't even. Yeah. Know. No. No one knew. No one knew. Maybe if you had an inner monologue, no, that wouldn't work either. It, it, you know, it's, yeah. it's a play on the fact that there's two types. It was it's kind of showing you the two types of dads. Like there's the family man, and then there's the businessman that gives his family whatever they want, like gold Rolexes. Mm-hmm. And the girls were in had riding camp. They drove a Mercedes. <laughs> creepy girls that didn't talk very much. Yeah, the twins. But like it, that that that's what I took from this movie. Like. It, it was it was showing you that there's two types of dads. There's the dads that there for the kids, or there, there's dads that provide. Mm-hmm. I've I've always enjoyed this movie, but like I love, I love all the different storylines of it. Right, I never really put the, that much. The bears, the bears' ass is what I remembered most as a child. <laughs> is so in the story that he tells about the bear, the Chevy Chase story that he tells, he says that he shoots the bear. In the head, mind you, but it just it the buckshot just balds the bear, grazes the and top. This, yeah, and this is what like fifteen years ago, so this old ass bear is still around, and he's just bald. <laughs> this Larry David bear comes back, and then they shoot him in the ass, and you just get a full blown bear ass. It's one of the best. No pun intended. The best. Well, lines yeah, that movie. pun intended. Plug in the light. Why? It's a lamp. Yeah, but it's loaded. I mean, come on. That's just that's just yeah. good clean humor. I don't care. But there's some um, but there's so much slapstick like that kind of funny humor because I mean, look at the two actors you have that are the lead roles of this movie. Yeah. And and that's Dan what and uh... That's what I preferred. I preferred like the more subtle stuff from this movie like um mm-hmm. with the steak. There's a scene where uh John Candy drops <laughs> drops the steak and he he's all wide-eyed and and some just that's those like little nuances of of what could have been like kind of or what I enjoyed the most from this film. Yeah, when they're like, all that's left is fat and gristle. Yep. And the, and the he's like, chef's just like, mm. you, gotta, <laughs> you gotta finish it. And he's like, all right, if we do it, you're gonna throw some shirt ins for the kids. You know? It's yeah. Like, yep. Or like, like, hey, if I get a dessert in him. When we meet apps. the guy that's been struck by lightning, it's at a birthday party for the oldest gentleman of this town who turns out to actually be dead. Right? Yes. <laughs> and their kids are like all huddled around this man taking pictures. Like, ah, oh, get in there. He'll love it. Girls, give him a kiss. And they're like, ah, uh, he's dead. Like, oh, and they freak. That, see, that's the stuff I really enjoy about this movie. Yeah. I mean, uh, it's definitely a fun summer romp full of gags. And I, I mean, I think uh, everyone should watch this. I, I generally watch this movie every summer. Because yeah, oh, it's a great summer movie. Yeah, I think it made me want to go camping, especially with a cabin. I've never done that. I would love it. Well, it's it's a lot like it is in the film. Like it, because I've I've done it once in Canada. And it was very similar to this. Really? Yeah. Nice. I assume you do it all the time. You probably live down the street from a place like that, right? <laughs> Me? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I do camping a lot. The cabins a lot. You are the great outdoors. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I hope to be one day. Are you but, Dan Aykroyd or are you uh, John Candy? I'm John. Oh, my God. It's John Candy. I'm John Candy. I, I know. I just wanted to hear him say it. He's <laughs> <laughs> so, so John Candy. I'm so John Candy. I'm just like, ah, look at this. I, I can handle this motor and I just crash a butt. Yep. <laughs> you know, make, fake it till you make it, baby. That's my motto. But, That's right. No, every time I watch this movie, then I get into this John Candy. Like, I want to watch it all. Like, plants, trains, automobiles. I want to go, you know. He's in, Uncle Buck. Oh, God, uh, that's that, such one, a... that one scene in Home Alone. Yep. <laughs> poka, poka, poka. It was a big number for us back in the day. So, yeah. out of one out of five, what are we thinking, guys? I, I, I'm a five for me, for sure. God damn! Yeah, You're yeah straight yeah. up. This five. is this is a five. All right, fiver, heavy fiver. I'm gonna go with a solid three. Okay. I'm gonna give it. It was a fun time. It was a fun time in the woods. I probably won't go back till next summer though. 
<laughs> All right. I got to be the, the downer here. Like, this is the first time I've seen this. I've seen a lot of other summer movies. It did mm-hmm. feel like kind of like a mix, mixed bag to me. Ultimately, the tone felt off. And uh, mm-hmm. I expected better from, from John Hughes. Um, I mean, I don't necessarily think it was his fault because I do think the writing was there. I just don't think it was a big enough script to kind of deliver like that classic John Hughes um, I will say, though, Dan Aykroyd playing the asshole was perfect for me. And there's like mm-hmm. in my notes, I just have this line. He says, like, I think it's when John Candy walks through like the front door and or, or something. He's scared. He startles Aykroyd and Aykroyd goes, hey, I'm half drunk here. And I'm just like, for, for some reason, that that just screamed <laughs> like asshole uncle to me um and i I was like okay like half like something about that line just felt very very real um yeah one thing we didn't mention was this was annette binning's uh debut feature film which i thought was really interesting just because she's became such a prominent actress and this is where she started um she also looked very attractive uh, as well um the the little boy the the brother the little brother had less than 10 lines. So I, did, I was going to say, I totally forgot about him until right now. Yeah. Why did he even exist? And um, because of all those things, I, I, I'm going to give it a one out of five. Okay. I, want, I, hey. I expect you had some solid points there. The, the, the younger brother, you got me with that because yeah, he was only there. So the dad wasn't doing things alone yep, that, because the older kid was had too hard of a boner yep. the whole thing. It couldn't hang out with his dad. Well, yeah, I, I really uh, like to me, John uh, Candy is a, a national treasure. And I mean, I've been a fan of his since like SCTV. And um, mm-hmm. I mean, it's I, it. I don't feel like they let them go too far off script. And I think that ultimately the film suffered because of that. All right. Well, look at that. We are we Jesse are a good trio to have watched movies. Up our show by like a bajillion. Mm-hmm. He, yeah. I, I wanted awesome. to like it, man. I really wanted to like it. It it was the twenty fifth biggest film to come out in nineteen eighty seven. Um, so I mean, it is like how many movies came out in nineteen eighty seven? Twenty six. I don't I don't know, but I will say that as far as like pairings with John Candy and Dan Aykroyd. I'm going mm-hmm. to uh, I'm going to stick with nothing but trouble for me. Oh, so... oh! I've never seen that. Oh, Ooh, my take guess who's in that? Chevy Chase. Hey, <laughs> look at that! Before he burned all the bridges. Huh? <laughs> yep. <laughs> it's so good. Oh my god, that's a that's a great one. But as all right, well. As always, guys, we are the guys behind the counter. If you have any likes, comments, concerns, hit us up on Instagram at Behind the Counter Podcast or on email at Behind the Counter Podcast at gmail.com. We'd love to hear what you think. Uh, we need a new fact checker out there since we are now a trio of guys. So hit us up, let us know what you think. And as always, enjoy. Later. Bye. Ooh, I like that. I like that. Bye. <laughs>